Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Today's episode of Wine and Dime is sponsored by Rooted Planning Group, a fee-only financial planning firm that believes life is about events, supported by your dollars and cents. And we want to help you achieve your goals. Hop on over to www.rootedpg.com to learn more about the services. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you in both your life and financial vineyard. We hope it takes you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that have helped craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. I know you guys all have a lot going on with your families. Any suggestions that you would give to the folks listening that you've enjoyed or you'd like to pass along? Mine is completely unwine related, but since we're approaching the holiday season, my kids have asked if we can have a hot cocoa bar for the month of December. Oh, we did that for Thanksgiving. Did you? Yeah. So give me ideas. And we, um, Emma bought a cocoa bomb set and she's been crafting and exploring and convincing me to buy all kinds of fun accessories that we probably don't need, but it will be a fun. I don't know how fancy we got. We had some peppermint spoon, like yeah. foam and chocolate and mini marshmallows. And it was fun. Yes. Yeah. That's fun for the kids to do. And they mm-hmm. feel, they feel fun, you know, feel like it's something they're involved in. It's mm-hmm. a good tip. Carrie, anything on your side? Um, so I had kind of stopped, like, I don't know, you know how you go through phases or whatever. Um, and I hadn't had any wine lately, but, um, Alan and I picked some up at Sam's the other day and we got like a whole array. And so we're going to, we've, uh, we've opened one bottle. Um, and so we're doing the fun thing where you're like, what is this? Where is it from? What is it paired with? You know, so and we don't know what we're necessarily doing. And I feel like, man, Amy's been through all of this with me, but I've forgotten all of it. So it's not something that, especially with the odd names of different wines and things. Um, I have taught him that uh, we ate at Olive Garden. I was like, safe zone, just get a red blend. It's just a safe zone. And so we're learning, but I'm excited. I can tell like, our kids are getting older and it's just he and I a lot of times at dinner. And I'm like, well, let's have a glass of wine. What pairs well with whatever we were eating? So that's really, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just something that we hadn't done in a long time. And I don't know, your life gets busy with kids, but ours are older now. And so we're kind of circling back around to that. So maybe my uh, conversation around wine and the different ones will get better, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Well, it's kind of funny that we talk about wine and then we talk about risk management. 
<laughs> they do say Pinot Noir is healthy for your heart. So I'm just trying to reduce my, you know, potential <laughs> risk uh, around heart disease. So that's my story. And I'm sticking to <laughs> I do think that the end of the year, in all seriousness, is a good time to start thinking about or gathering data, if not thinking about it. Um, we talked last about talking with families around care caregiving, right? That's a big topic when you're getting together as a family member. But I think things like disability and life insurance and, you know, even the health insurance, FSA, HSA, all of those things that we mentioned, I think are really important to, um, to really start having discussions with people on. And it's not the most exciting topic, but it's so necessary. And we've seen how it's impacted people's lives. Yeah, I've seen, especially with life insurance, some big clients that didn't have the right type of coverage, paying too much coverage they didn't need. We've had clients that were older, but didn't, the pension wasn't set up in a way that was going to leave the spouse unprotected. And we've, we've looked at life insurance. And so, yeah, that's been a big topic this year. Very important. It's hard to talk about. I think it's really with certain things that we can approach with clients or with friends that anything that comes into our weakness or mortality, I think is hard to face. But again, this is one of those things that came out of COVID. All of a sudden, I think there's this new awareness of things could change in an instant. Uh, so more, more people, I think, are open to it or even suggesting it ahead of time. Like disability, I would say, is one of the hardest risks to convince people to cover. And that has been a, a shift of people really considering what would happen if I couldn't work, um, if something happened there and really diving into details. I also think things like credit risk, you know, people not, we've had a couple of cases this year where there's been some credit shenanigans is that a good word <laughs> <laughs> i like that um freezing a, your credit score is a, in in today's world now is so easy to do just don't lose your passwords that's the one thing that i say but but it's so easy to do and undo now and it's such a huge way that you can protect yourself against identity theft at the base level but also reviewing your credit once a year, I think this, if not twice a year. Is yeah, I'd say, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just say, there's a lot of tools available now that there didn't used to be. Like there's still, you can get your credit report for free once a year from each of the three bureaus. But there's also um, Credit Karma and there's also a lot of services and even through your credit card where they will monitor it for you. So it's also a time of year I feel like there's a lot of fraud going around. There, there's so much fraud in our world anyway to be hyper vigilant about um but i think around shopping and holiday schemes and deals and just say to be aware um i recently i haven't told anyone even on our team this i i had someone try to spoof my phone number i was trying to sell something and they asked for my phone number so they could call me and then they said well i'm sending you a code to verify you're a real person well i know better than to verify codes but i had a google suite verification code come through that i ignored um and um yeah i ended up turning them turning them in but it does make you i i imagine there's people that wouldn't know they're like oh yeah i gotta prove i'm not a robot and would click on it mm -hmm. we've uh, got a few amazon ones here lately 
where you get a like it looks like it's from Amazon, but it's not. It's a text message and it's like it's asking you a question and it makes you think that there's an issue with an order or something like that. I got it in uh Raylan, my daughter got it a couple of days later. And it's if you look at the especially if it's an email, but also sometimes a text message will come through with an email and you can tell by the email address that it's not legit. So just don't just click and think, um, even if you, you know, you do have an Amazon account with an Amazon order, you know, just be careful what you click on because they're getting pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Carrie, I got that same Amazon message that, um, said something about they were going to suspend my account for too many log- mm-hmm. failed login attempts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's something to be pretty conscientious about. And then thinking about a couple of other things, I don't know, end of year stuff that's kind of tax related, I think is, you know, a good, again, good time to sort of gear up for um, 2023 is looking at things like your W-4. You know, how are you doing with withholdings? How are you doing? Do you have enough? Um, Have you applied for the, if you're a New York state resident or maybe your state has this, not a star credit. Are you talking to clients a lot or or have you heard a lot from clients around any kind of tax related topics? Like I'm the the tax topic person. So I always jump in first, but uh, we've been looking at estimates as to kind of where are you at year to date? What are your withholdings look like? And then usually there's a reminder that let's, let's see what happens when the actual return is done to shake out and then review it at that point to see like, did you get a really large refund? Did you owe a lot? Like, why would we need to change? I mean, usually we can tell that now, but I don't like to make changes until the W-2 comes out. And this is also a really good time to think about college planning. The FAFSA opened up on October 1st. And remember, a lot of that stuff asks as of, like, it asks for balance information as of the day you file. So thinking about, number one, we always say file soon, early you know, so that you get in the system um, and and make sure that um, when you file early that you're sending it to the college quickly so that it's something that, you know, they have very early on into, into the process. So usually the earlier you file, the better financial aid that is available because all the colleges have like buckets of money and they're going to they're going to run out of those buckets. So it's always, always good to file early and be thinking about if you don't have a child in college yet, but will in a couple of years, remember that this is the tax year they'll be looking at in detail. <laughs> and then I guess wrapping up some of the things that we kind of try to talk to clients about, it's the estate review. That's always a fun meeting. I always find that meeting very interesting. <laughs> But this is a good time of the year to do some of those discussions or have some of those discussions. And one of the best gifts, in my opinion, and I've seen it go both ways, and this is why I say it's my opinion. One of the best gifts you can leave somebody when you leave this planet is a well thought out estate process. I've had people say to me, well, what will I care? I'll be dead. And I'll tell you, your beneficiaries will very much not appreciate that mindset. (laughs) 
when they are left to track down a lot of things and it's a stressful time for them anyways, the better you can map that out, that is one of the final gifts you can actually give to them. And also listing out what you would want your final, if you, you know, what kind of ceremony or just your final wishes around that, like, you know, helping your loved ones plan and knowing what you would want, I think gives them a lot of peace Mm -hmm. of mind, what you would want that to look like. I've seen that in my own family and I've seen that with clients. Like it's not necessarily a comfortable thing to sit down and write that out and think about, but it, it gives your loved ones just so much peace knowing that they know what you want and they can do that. Yeah, especially in like blended family situations. And I think I've seen more clients getting their estate planning documents in order, but forgetting that it's something you periodically need to review. And, you know, that it may not, who you've listed may not make sense in, you know, a few years down the road. And it's something that, you know, every few years you should take a look at and make sure that that's still I know we spent a lot of time talking about that in the month of November, and I will reiterate, I know listeners can't hear me, but those that are sitting on the call with me at the moment can see me holding up the document called The Five Wishes. And The Five Wishes is a booklet that you can get online. It's super cheap. It's um, fivewishes.org, great organization out there. They don't charge much for the little booklet. You can get it, I think, for like a book online if you want to. It's got five areas. It's um, the person I want to make care decisions for me when I can't, the kind of medical treatment I want or don't want, how comfortable I want to be, how I want people to treat me. And I think, and to your point, what I want my loved ones to know. And that particular section is really digs into things like, if anyone asks how I want to be remembered, please say the phone with me. That's such a powerful question. And another question is, if there is um, if there is to be a memorial service for me, I wish this service to include the following. So again, just really good questions that I think if people will sit down and take a look at um, some of these questions, I think it will bring the family great comfort when they're already under an enormous amount of stress. Any other tips that you would give? We may have given them last month, but I don't think that it's ever too... I don't think people can hear this enough. Any other tips that you would give to people when we're talking around year-end estate planning? We've been emphasizing like emergency preparedness as to documentation. And that's something I found brings has brought a lot of peace of mind to people to know that... It does to me. Like I start... These things we tell clients and then we actually do for ourselves... Um, afterwards, uh, working through our documents to get everything file-wise in an easy-to-access location. And then I have a cloud storage that I've shared with my spouse so that if something happens, he can uh, he wouldn't know where to find much, probably. Um, just so that it's quick to get to. Or if we're traveling. like That's why I tell so many people. It's not necessarily in a death or emergency. Sometimes you just need things and you aren't by them. So working through getting some organization of your important documents, a record of your professionals, insurance agencies, banks, things like that. And I think too, that it's not just estate planning isn't just for those who are wealthy or those who are older, like that, you know, there's, um, you know, even if you have a 401k or a savings account, there's beneficiaries to check and there's 
you know, um, your medical power of attorney and who would make decisions for you medically if you couldn't, like their estate planning applies to all of us. And I even throw things like donor organ registration and estate planning because <clears throat> you can be on a national um, don't, you know, honor, donor organ registration list. So if, you know, if that ever, if something ever happens to you, if that's how you want, what you want done, you've made that commitment. And again, people aren't wondering, you know, I consider that part of, part of estate planning. And I know the three or four of us to all talked about the importance of guardianship for your kids. Mm -hmm. How important that is. Yeah. Well, really. Well, no, go ahead, Carrie. I was going to say it's, it's also as, you know, if you have a family and thinking about it, you know, like in, <clears throat> it's hard not to think about yourself when we're having these conversations, but, you know, having a child in college, I think it's important. And we, Amy and I talked about this on the last podcast, you know, our estate plan was made when our kids were younger. And so now I have a 20 year old, what does that change? And what does that look like for her um, since she's older? And then I have one at home, but then also important documents. Um, it doesn't help to do what Kate was talking about is um, there's, there's things that, you know, yes, it's related to your estate plan, but just having all that organized and making sure everybody has everything they need because Again, the 20-year-old, my 20-year-old was sick and I gave her a copy of her health insurance while she, you know, that was a year and a half ago. She didn't know where it was. And then I realized we have a health savings account and she doesn't actually have a card to it. So there's a lot of things when you start walking through those estate planning steps and that important documents that you can realize like, you know, yes, it may help you with your estate planning, but it's going to help you with your organization overall, too. I think knowing where all those things are and, and everyone has access to the things they need access to. Well, I think this has been a great year-end recap for us to share with all the listeners. And for those of you that work with us, we know that you've probably been through this with us more at least once. And we hope that just reminding you where things are at and uh, some of the important things that you might want to be thinking of that as you go into the holidays, you can enjoy those holidays and um, maybe know that these things are taken care of. So we all hope we, we appreciate you letting us come into your world in 2022 and hopefully 2023. And we hope you have enjoyed this podcast, part one and part two. And if you love We'd love for you to share it with your friends and your family and rate us on iTunes because the more you rate us, the more people can find us. And I don't know if we can pull it off, but I think we were going to try to say happy holidays together. So from everyone at the Rooted team, we wish you a happy, happy holiday. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening and we truly hope that the rest of your year is wonderful. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dime. You can contact Amy through the website www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rooted PG for the latest news. 
And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. And don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.